It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Folks, welcome to another live edition of Take It To The Max Sports. I am here with my trusty cohort, Max Arandondo. We don't have Jason tonight. He's out on uh, doing whatever Jason does on Thursday nights. But <laughs> right now we have Brother Bob working the knobs and on camera. Oh, man. I don't want to go after that introduction. <laughs> we left Brother Bob speechless. But he can work those knobs, I'll tell you what. And he's okay. doing the camera tonight. Okay, on to the serious stuff. Well, guys, we predicted it. I believe we actually called it about three or four weeks ago when the SEC came out and said Texas and Oklahoma were going to be um, um, joining the SEC. Mm -hmm. We said, you know what, Big Ten, Pac-10, ACC, they need to start making some phone calls. And guess what, Max? Guess what happened this week? Yeah, on Tuesday, um, they met and created an alliance, uh, which, you know, I think it's a great thing. What, what they did is they're keeping their conferences once they will come together from poaching each other, uh, their teams. But also the big thing here for the big picture with the college playoff, uh, the SEC is probably going to get a number of teams in that playoff. They're thinking ahead, which I really love. Now the Pac-10 has three votes with any kind of changes or uh, any kind of decision-making, which I gives them uh, uh, pretty much one of these uh, big cards to play for this. So I like it. I really do. So, Yeah, like I said, they uh, we had to neutralize the SEC when I say we. I'm a Big Ten Buckeye fan. So, mm -hmm. and and they actually have done that. Now they they're going to have some voting power. Um, I know there's a lot to be worked out with TV revenues. I know ESPN has a big contract with the SEC. I think that ends in 2025. Mm -hmm. So there were so many factors in play. You know, I was thinking about it too, Max, um, for recruiting aspects too. If we get the ACC and the Pac-10 and the Big Ten on Alliance, you think about it. Really, predominantly, your your football, let's say your football gold nuggets, to me, come from Texas, Florida, and California. Mm -hmm. So now that you've got California and Florida possibly in the fold against the Texas, you know, it's going to help with national recruiting across the board uh, and you'll be able to draw still uh, the big 10, the ACC and the PAC 10, of course, from California and the Florida's not to mention the fact that now you've got an alliance that literally is going to go coast to coast from the East coast to the West coast. Mm -hmm. And that's something the SEC can't say that they're, going to be able to do right now yeah and it also helps with the uh, basketball programs both women and men so you said it absolutely uh correct where this alliance it's going to be a good thing i'm glad that they got ahead of it and got together and made that decision so i'm looking forward to it man and here we go you yeah. know uh this alliance versus the sec bring it on yeah now it's it's kind of a a working man's agreement right now sure. mm -hmm. so i think they're it's kind of detente. They're like, Hey, we're, we're going to, we're going to work together. 
We're not going to start, you know, hopefully a Clemson or someone won't jump ship. Exactly. But but hopefully this this whole thing will work out. Yeah. It's going to create, like we've talked about in the past, some really exciting football. Well, it's it, it's going to be interesting for me. It's going to be, so so what happens to, to the teams at the top of the revenue? Or, I mean, the, the, the top of those conferences that are actually driving the revenue. You know, the Ohio States of the world. You know, even the Oregon, the USC, the UCLA's. Mm-hmm. If they're sitting there at the top going, we're the reason why people are watching. Watching, yeah. Why am I being dragged down by all these schlubs at mm-hmm. the bottom of the conference? It's like Vanderbilt to Alabama. Yeah. That's, well, that's one the of the schools that comes to, to mind. Yeah. Well, you can say the same thing about the SEC. I mean, they got their Missouris. Uh, question, though, I just thought of this. I see that little BU uh, mm-hmm. thing on your shirt. Private schools, That that's the ones I think that are going to be left out in the dark. Well, when we think about the private schools like Duke uh, and Baylor, uh, just to making sure I have this correct, Baylor is the defending national champions for the men, and they're not slowing down, and the women have a great history, and so does Duke. I think one of this, we, we're, we keep thinking about the football programs in this, but let's not forget basketball because that generates uh, revenue as well, and that is super hu- huge in March. And I think that even the smaller schools, they'll, they'll keep in there because of the basketball programs that they have. So I'm excited. Yeah, so am I. On to something else. Um Max, am I old school? A little bit. <laughs> I think we both are. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I promise you I try to watch the Hard Knocks. I watched, <laughs> I watched the third one. I, I grinded through it, man. But I, I got to tell you, uh, I got to reevaluate my Cowboys win-loss record. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just don't see any leadership on this team. I think what Jerry's done, did you ever go to school with the rich kid whose parents bought him everything? didn't really have to work yeah that's kind of what i see with jerry's team right now you you've got a lot of pampered nfl players that uh are living in this big house a beautiful stadium they got all their wants all their needs taken care of the only thing i really don't see is any desire um i saw uh ezekiel elliott during a game with a bag of popcorn or chips or something i'm thinking can you imagine a Vince Lombardi, if if uh, Paul Hornig or someone was walking around eating a, a a box of chips during a during a a live scrimmage, it's yeah. The, I you know, Hard Knocks right now, HBO is really trying, and you're absolutely correct. One of the things that they're doing is they're trying to find a couple of players that they can really really have the audience kind of fall in love with, and they're trying to do that with a couple of players. One of the things that we are seeing from them right now is tank Lawrence. He's trying to step up as a leader and that's fantastic. We like that. But my question uh, to what you're saying is where's Dak? You know, uh, what about Amari Cooper? Uh, what about offensive linemen? I mean, wh- wh- where is that key leadership role coming yeah. from? And like you said, it's getting a little stale. I just need to have them kind of bring it up a little bit, add some flavor or sizzle to, to the program. I mean, I know they're practicing back in Dallas. They got one week left of preseason, but let's see something. I want to see something. Let's bring it up to, I don't know, yeah. uh, a level where we start seeing something different from them, but I agree. Yeah. It's gotten stale and I, I am concerned. I really, I mean, I'm not a huge Cowboy fan. I'm a football fan. I had this team going nine and eight. Uh, I'm reevaluating this with Dak seven and 10. If he's hurt uh, five and twelve, I mean this. There's no leadership, <laughs> and it's kind of disappointing. But Hall of Fame. I'm going to switch gears here. 
You yeah. know, we talked about the uh, Football Hall of Fame a couple weeks ago. Uh, switching to the Baseball Hall of Fame, you know, I got uh, I got a couple opinions on a lot of people I think belong, but two, I, I, I watched the show, and I'll get more into that, but the Baseball Hall of Fame is probably going to be coming up pretty soon with some nominees. Who do you think's not in that should be in? I have one name that I really feel strongly that should be in the Hall of Fame, uh, and it's Rafael Palmeiro. Um, I know he's the he's one of the players out there, or actually the player out there right now that's got three thousand hits, five hundred home runs, um, and soon uh, we're gonna have Albert Pujols and I know Alex Rodriguez has the same stats, and they're about to come up as soon as Albert you know retires. But uh, Alex Rodriguez is about to come up to the ballot. Here's what my question is to you, Drew: If Albert Pujols gets in in, in the time timeline, yeah. and if Alex Rodriguez gets in. Then, if Alex Rodriguez, I'm going to repeat myself, gets in, then why shouldn't Rafael Palmero get in? Yeah, same thing. Well, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but Palmero was part of the. I, I know a lot of them were involved in that steroids era, but I believe that there were some questions about a lot of the ways he handled that commission. Okay, when he went up there and he talked to him, and I'm just not sure right now how much the writers are holding the the steroid issue against the players. Um, okay. It's interesting because with you saying that, uh, I, we're old school, but I'm hoping, and I know he'll get in, right? Um, Roger Clemens. Okay. Well, Pete Rose. Pete Rose should be in. You know, I'm, I'm a huge Pete Rose fan. I'm a huge Reds fan. I can go through the whole 70s lineup if you want me to, but that'd be a boring show. <laughs> but... The thing that, that really bothers me about Pete, you know, baseball's come so full circle now that he got banned from the game for betting. And now during a, a baseball game, they'll actually have the inline inning games. But the thing that bothered me the most about Pete was one, I think if he hadn't come across so arrogant, if he hadn't lied, if he hadn't have bet when he was actually playing on his team, you know, and, that, and that's the biggest concern because as a manager, you can't affect the outcome of a game when you're managing him. He said, I believe he said he never betted against his team. I don't believe that. Or he never betted his team to lose. Sure. But at the end of the day, he was still betting a team that he was managing. That's bothersome. I would put him in with an asterisk. Okay. Maybe a... Uh, so let's do that. Yeah, maybe an educational moment for all these guys. So they're in the Hall of Fame. They got the bust. But then there's going to be that asterisk that talks about the things that they did that, that you know, kind of diminished the fact of what they still accomplished on the field, which you can never take away from. Them. Well, with that being said, what did we watch a couple of weeks ago? Um, we we watched the uh, Yankees play the White Sox, and it was the Field of Dreams, right? Yeah. And in that celebration, which was a fantastic game, by the way, and I think they're going to have that uh, every single year now. But here's my question. Um Shoeless Joe Jackson uh, got in trouble, got everything taken away, but it was never proven that he did that, uh, that he took the money. I, I mean, there's there's arguments back and forth. Baseball, and you said it, baseball needs to start with a change. Like basketball, you can bet on basketball games. And football, you can, I mean, there's even places, I think Arizona has a place in, the, in their stadium where you can actually bet yeah. on the games. Uh, you can bet on everything now. That's where we're at. It's 2021. Uh, it's we're betting that this is a yeah. society where we're going to bet baseball needs to relax a little bit. Pete Rose needs to come in, but as my, from my opinion, Rafael Palmero belongs in the hall of fame. 
Yeah, I mean, if you look at his numbers, I agree. One guy I was talking to Brother Bob, and I said, uh, when we do this segment, I'm going to put a guy in the Hall of Fame that I think belongs. And he's like, he's already in. I was like, no, believe it or not, he's not. Billy Martin. I mean, to me, Billy Martin deserves to be in the Hall of wow, Fame. Yes. Veterans. This guy was, you know, he was a gutsy player. He played in the 50s and 60s, won multiple World Series as a player. Wasn't a great player, but still had a lot of grit and determination. But I think what really secured his place in baseball lore is the fact that he did win World Series with the Yankees. Um, he took the Detroit team, which was horrible, mm -hmm. turned them around, took the oath on athletics. And I forgot about this until I watched the documentary. Everybody remember Billy Ball? He, that's what they called it mm -hmm. back in the day, uh, Billy Ball. He took the athletics, who were terrible after their nice run in the early to mid-70s, turned them around, came back every time um, Steinbrenner asked him to come back, which is oh, six times. <laughs> six times, he, yes. He, he turned the team around. <laughs> so how can you not have a character like Billy Martin in it, you know? And again, it may harken back to the fact that he did have some off-the-field issues, you know, punching a marshmallow salesman. <laughs> he, he, he got in many fights with reporters. So, But at the end of the day, you, you, you can't diminish what he did on the field and actually it didn't involve well it didn't involve anything that involved uh, gambling or or steroids or anything like that he did drink a lot but that that probably diminished his game <laughs> <laughs> well, that, what you, any thoughts on that brother bob <laughs> well i i wonder if the marshmallow salesman really deserved it and yeah, i mean probably. if he deserved it i mean can we really hold it against I mean, him if I you're mean, selling marshmallows you deserve to get your ass <laughs> but but, but but as to all the players that played during the so-called steroid era, why are they any different than the, than the guys that were popping uppers and you know and all that stuff back in the fifties and the forties and you know Mickey Mantle coming back from a bender and you know Let's clearing see, I, himself out? It's yeah. What's okay. amazing with those athletes is they were doing alcohol that actually diminishes your ability to perform, and they still were performing. A, at a high level, but you're right. You can go into everybody's past. I think Ty Cobb was a racist. I mean, you know, if you dig deep enough, you're going to find something. Let's stick to their on the field accomplishments. There you go. You know, it's a different era now. Like you said, attitudes have changed. Now that betting attitudes have changed, sure. I do see Pete at some point. At the end of the day, the, the 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 grade and the judge part is it's between the lines. It's on the baseball field. It's on the court of basketball. That's where you judge them. Let's move on. Put them in. Let's go. Yeah, really quick. Uh, I'll mention my other one later. We're running out of time, but Billy Martin was my primary one. That's a good. You one. Had Rafi Palmeira. Mm -hmm. um, switching gears, uh, we had talked about the baseball divisions. We had made some predictions uh, last week about who we thought would be in the. Uh, baseball leaders at the end of the season. So we're going to put on our, um, our genie hat. We're going to look at that crystal ball. And right now I'd like to predict who we think in each division is going to be the leader in the NFL. Okay. Uh, I will start with the AFC North. Okay. I have Baltimore. I have Baltimore. You know, they said uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, uh, they figured him out. Well, you know, they may have figured him out, but he was still, if I can read the stats, I forgot my glasses, by the way. Um, he was still ninth in the league in rushing with his so-called sophomore jinx and seventh in quarterback rating last year. 
which is still pretty impressive. This is his third year. He's got some talented receivers around him, led by Watkins. Solid defense, a rake sixth in the NFL. Watch Baltimore. Baltimore wins that division. Okay. And who do you have in the East? Well, who do you have in the North? Oh, we're going that way. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Mine's going to be real quick. I have Cleveland. Um, I, they keep improving every single year, and Cleveland's got a good defense, one of the best defenses out there. And um, with healthy receivers this year, I think, you know, the quarterback play is going to step up. I see Cleveland winning that division. Have they finally solved their quarterback position? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I know Bubby Brister said he's available. <laughs> no, they'll be good with the only one that didn't play for <laughs> in the last 20 years. AFC East, the Bills. The Bills. I got the Bills solid. Good pick. Yeah, yeah. And yourself? I have New England. They're actually going to win the division, so. With with Cammy or? No, no. They're going to go with uh, Mac Jones. He, he's Mac uh, he, Jones. Yeah, he's doing really well, especially in the absence of um, – uh, Cam Newton, so he's stepping up. And then the, today, I believe that, or was it yesterday, Mac Jones and the offensive coordinator uh, were seen almost holding hands, oh, uh, walking out to the field. So there's some uh, relationship building there. So I have them coming out of the East. I don't know how holding hands translates <laughs> to a divisional title, but I'll take your word for <laughs> All it. All right. Okay, the AFC South. Yes. I have the Tennessee Titans. Good pick. Um, you know, with Tennessee, I, I see them doing really, really well. Um, I was going to pick them, but I think, honestly, I think uh, Indianapolis Colts are, are going to take that division. Ah, mm-hmm. you're, you're shaking up the AFC. Big shaking it up a little bit. we got to see something different. And then in the West, what do you have? The West, I have the Chiefs. I'm going to pick someone. Uh, I have the Chiefs as well. Nobody's going to beat them. So, yeah, that's pretty easy. Uh, you know, San Diego is, is actually looking uh, not too bad. The Chiefs are going to win. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, they're, they're, they could be, we got a most improved. I don't know if you picked your most improved. Most improved? Uh, it's going to be uh, Indy. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll give you my most improved here shortly. Okay. So that's our AFC. Let's go to the NFC East. Yes, NFC East. Um, you know, Washington's got a great defense. Uh, the Giants, I don't know if they can take the next step. Philly, they're in trouble. I have Dallas winning that division. Okay, I did though. I watched Hard Knocks. Oh, I'm going to disagree with you both. (laughs) Washington wins the Washington football team for me. Okay, well, that's why we're here. We're on the same sheet of music. Washington finishes 12 and 5. They're not going to ask, um, uh, Oh, who's the quarterback? Oh, 12 and 5? 12 and 12 5, and he five. says. Uh, Fitzpatrick, well, Fitzpatrick for Washington. <laughs> yeah. And, get, and here's the thing. Their defense is so solid. They're going to tell Fitzpatrick, you don't have to win a game. Don't win a single game. Just don't lose us a game. And if he does that, they'll win 12 games. So you're saying their defense is going to start playing some offense? Well, no, I'm saying <laughs> that if, if Fitzpatrick doesn't try to win a game, they're going to win. Oh, well, okay, good. I'll give you that one. And it's and it's a weak division. I mean, I I, 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 I could see Washington winning it at nine and eight, or yeah. even eight and nine, which yeah, they did last year. <laughs> they did. So, yeah. who do you have coming out of the north? So, out of the north, I have. Uh, this is my shocker. The Bears. The Bears. Wow, the Bears. that's actually a pretty good pick. But I think, uh, you know, with the Bears, they're coming along. Uh, they're going to be doing really. They're going to do really well this year. But I have Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he he's unstoppable. So you know, I they lost Funchess again. I know he didn't play last year. He went down. Yeah, practice. But, 
I still have Green Bay winning that one. So I think Green Bay's a little dysfunctional right now. I I, I don't know if a hap, an unhappy employee translates into a good employee. He's a pro, but I know they've had a lot of controversy this year. I could see one or two things going wrong with Green Bay, and all of a sudden they're looking up at the Bears. <laughs> uh, one thing I'll say about the Bears is one of the things I look for is quarterbacking. Andy Dalton's a solid veteran. I know he struggled a little bit with Dallas, but mm -hmm. who doesn't struggle with Dallas? Uh, but at the end of the day, look how deep they are. So they shelved Dalton. Who did they go to? Fields. Oh, okay, Fields isn't working out. Oh, then we'll just go to a guy who won a Super Bowl. We'll go to Nick Foles. So they're three deep at quarterback. Their defense always comes to play and is usually fairly solid. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Bears. Okay. So we have now the South. Yes. Brady, the Brady Bunch. Yeah, I have Tampa Bay winning that one as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can't, I can't try to beat a team that won the division in the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> Who do you have coming out of in the, the West? Uh, I West, have yeah. the Rams. Uh, Staff Stafford. Uh, you know, I think he's talented enough now that he has some some talent around him we'll see this will see what the what the real matthew stafford's all about for sure oh absolutely no excuses now i have the rams as well and uh who do you have winning the nfc division so in the nfc uh i have if i didn't say it first of all i've got baltimore in the afc okay and then i got uh the brady bunch buccaneers so you have baltimore and tampa bay that's my Super Bowl picks. Okay. I have Kansas City and the Rams. Okay. Well, we are way different. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Uh, Kansas City. Okay. And I've got Baltimore. Baltimore beats the Brady Bunch 37-31. to 31. They intercept Brady in the end zone and uh, secure the win. So, you have those picks. Good. And we'll see what happens. We're going to revisit our picks and who we had winning the division probably around mid-season, see how close we are. Good, and we'll do maybe like a sandwich or yeah. a bottle of soda or maybe a beer or something. Well, maybe. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we definitely need to bring beer into this. Yes, we, yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, on a more serious subject, you know, one of the things, especially in this crazy world right now, nobody's immune to it. We've all had our off days. I think we can all say that. Um, you know, mental health is kind of, come to the forefront and a lot of pro athletes are actually picking up that mantle and talking about issues they had. So you want to speak a little bit to yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that you were talking about with hard knock, um, you know, um, an article came out on Dak Prescott, uh, in sports illustrated to a great article. It talks about his brother, uh, his brother fought with mental, uh, health issues and committed suicide. Another thing that came out this week was, uh, curb, Herb Street came out with a new book and uh, it's going to be a fantastic book just from all the interviews he's doing. Yeah. One of the things he talked about, he had some struggles with his dad. So recently also I was kind of looking up Simone Biles was doing, was struggling a little bit as well. Yeah. And Naomi Osaki was, was struggling. And one of the ones that I went back and uh, researched was Del, Del Earnhardt Jr. Struggled with his dad's passing and, Mental health is, is a real issue, and one of the things you did say was the platform. One of the things that I really want to uh, make sure that we, we have help out there, but let's talk about that. When somebody says, you know, they're not feeling good or they want to talk about something or even their body language or something, 
suddenly changes in them in this person, you know, let's let's talk about them and let them know there's something out there that they can um, you know seek for help. And yeah. we do have a website that we want to talk yeah, about. It's an important issue to address. I think Brother Bob is going to put up a. So, guys, if you have somebody that uh, there we go. If you have somebody right now, or you're out there and you feel like there's no one to talk to, just know that you're loved. There are people that care about you. You can go to that website. So this concludes our show. I do want to ask Brother Bob. Brother Bob, you had something? Yeah, I, I mean, not to make light of the better help, but we just had a comment in in, in the in the uh, chat about uh, from Nat Silva 015. Y'all know the Cowboys will win the Super Bowl. It's our year. And, and, and I replied back, the never-ending hope of a Cowboys fan. So fun to watch it get dashed over <laughs> yeah. and over again. And and maybe Nat, in all seriousness, you maybe need better help about week yeah, well, three. Know, yeah. Um, I love Cowboy fans. They are eternally optimistic. But uh, I don't see them even winning their division. That's why they play the games. That's why they play the games. Brother Bob. <laughs> Can you go to the different venues that we offer all our subscribers? Guys, one thing I do want to say, we're independent here. We pay out of our own pocket. We have the goodness of Brother Bob. This is all his equipment. What we try to do, a lot of people will say, well, they don't yell and scream at each other. You don't do this. We disagree. We do it respectfully. Um, but if you could hit that like and subscribe to our show, what we try to provide is something you didn't know. And that's the biggest takeaway that we try to offer is, did they tell us something that I didn't know? And I've had more people tell me that. Brother Bob, if you could tell the different venues that we can actually uh, be reached through. Yeah, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify. Obviously, uh, if you're watching tonight, you're on YouTube Live, so you can watch us there, and we'll post the uh, replay of this after I clean up several of my goofs from tonight. Uh, so it may be a little bit later before we post the on-demand of tonight. Uh, I just got an email this morning from Amazon. Uh, Amazon's going to start listing podcasts and Amazon Music. So we just applied for that. And we're going to have a discussion tonight, folks, about Patreon and, and how to make some stuff available to you on Patreon. I think what we may do is something like a a, uh, a split a split release of the podcast so that if you're a, a supporter on Patreon, you get it a little bit earlier. And if you're not, you just get a little bit later on, on Friday morning. Um, for some people hearing some of your predictions, you may want to get a little bit later because you don't want to run into a bridge abutment. Uh, and you know, we'll also look at hats and shirts and, uh, I'm going to put something up on the screen here of, uh, you know, some actually, Whoa, that really was not good. <laughs> I wanted to put up the, uh, here, let me go to this and Okay, this is turning into a bad bit. This is per, <laughs> this is going into a bad bit, but but I wanted to, I, I wanted everyone to see this. And the lights just went out. And yeah, and, and and the lights are going out, folks. Folks, we're in a different space this morning. We we, we 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 got kicked out of our studio, so you know I have to stand up every now and then and turn the other lights on. But yeah, we we have plays on the on the back thing. We got the plays on. This was the Al Bundy he scored four touchdowns in one game, running that play. Okay. So. Anyway, we'll, yeah. we'll get it right. You know, contribute to Patreon. It'll help build our, our platform when we do have it up. Guys, have a great evening. As always, go Buckeyes. Sick'em Bears. <laughs>